episode 226 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm sitting in a bed, Janelle Vecchio. That's right. You may notice it sounds a little different. Maybe not. I don't know. I won't know until later when I'm editing it. But we're doing our first ever bedcast. <laughs> now, not I, on the L-shaped couch. Not on the couch. We have done some remote locations. We've done it on our old couch and our newer couch. Most of the time, we're on the couch. Tonight, while we're recording this, we are not on the couch because we got the new Legend of Zelda game. The kids are playing it in the Tears living room. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom on the Nintendo Switch. The kids are playing in the living room, and they want to use the big TV out there, so we're recording in the back. Yes. And because of that, it's, it's a bedcast. Now, you're on the bed. I'm actually in my chair right next to the bed. The one I gave you a couple Christmases ago. That's right. Your corner. It's very nice. And just a reminder, the reason I got it for you is because you hate watching TV, like, from bed. You get uncomfortable. I don't, yeah, it's just like for long, especially if you want to watch a movie or something, I get uncomfortable. I'm always tossing and turning. I can never get comfy. And I'm like... You know, batting down the hatches in my my pillow abyss with my blanket over me. It's like the greatest thing. I just feel like you're going to get bed sores. You don't move all day. You just lay in the same I spot. turn from side to side and then sometimes I'll flip it and lay at the foot of the bed on my pillows. I'm not saying I'll never do that again, but I like having a chair option. Yeah. It's nice. And it gives us a place to record our bedcast this week. Yay! We have had a lot of stuff happen this week. We've done a lot. So we've got a lot of news and updates. So let's jump straight into it. It's time for the news. And now the news. All right, I'm just going to go out right in front and say this. Please rate and review us on all the stuff. Go to all our pages and all the things. You guys know where it is. You know what to do. You know. Facebook page and group, all that stuff. Fountain, though. We do want to get an update on Fountain while I'm saying this stuff. Let me look. And don't forget to write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. That's the most important thing. Send us a message for us to read on the show, and we will do that. All right, what's our Fountain update? Where you can listen to us on Fountain, as you know. It still says 2,228. How many cents? Cents. Oh, double tap. 60 cents still. That's what 60. it was. 60 cents. We had more than that before. Can you lose them? <laughs> I don't know. We had more than that before. I don't know. Well, maybe because it fluctuates. Like the value? Yeah, I think the value fluctuates. So we should do it by sats, not by cents. All right, so I see here on May... Third, we got a boost from Dew, D-E-W, Dystopian Electronics Workshop. And then we also are up to 58 supporters. Wow. So that's pretty exciting. 2,228 sats. Yes. It does seem like the sense value fluctuates. So even though sats has gone up, the sense went down a little bit, so I'm assuming that means... Yeah, it's like the stock market. It's like a market, right? So, like, the cents went down a little bit. We totally understand that. I get that. It's a sat. Investing. Sat stats. (laughs) Well, thank you for everyone who's supporting us on Fountain. That's very cool. Okay, we've got some, like, uh, announcements, news type of things. First of all, we have a PopVox Presents coming up this coming Saturday on May 20th. It's our special one. It's the last one for this season, if you will, before we go on our summer break. And it's kind of like a Mandarin Orange Show Live, too. It is like that because it's going to be just Janelle and I, and we're going to do the history of Pop Vox music. This is basically a chance for me to pull out all my CDs and show everybody my stuff. And I know you guys want to see that. Yeah, maybe you should do, like, some kind of, like, giveaway if you watch live. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. You know? If you make a certain amount of comments, you could be entered in the, the Pop Vox Music sweepstakes. No, okay, here's how it's going to go. Uh, how can we do this? It's got to be like a code word or something. Oh, I like it. All right, if you watch live, 
and you post on the comments while we're doing it live. And we have to do it. You, know, you have to do it while the show is live. And we have to be able to see it while it's live. You can't do it at the last second right before we close out. It's got to be during the course of right. the show. And you comment on there. Just say, like, I heard about this on Mandarin Orange Show. Yeah. At us. Then if you do that, if you, yeah, do an at for Mandarin Orange Show on Facebook, then uh, what what do we send? The Popbox release of their choice. Oh, that's good. The Popbox release CD. of their choice. <laughs> on CD, yes. CD only, not vinyl. <laughs> no vinyl. The Popbox CD release of your choice. And we'll throw in some extra goodies in there as well. That's good. That's Is good. there a limit to how many people can do this? I mean... The first five? All right. I said the first ten. First ten. I mean, that may be generous. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that we don't have a lot of people listening, but the number of people that listen to this in the few days before it happens, then watch live, and are willing to comment, we'll see. We'll see. But if it happens, I heard about this on Mandarin And again, what time does the live start? Because they have to do it during That's right. the live. So it's Saturday, May 20th, and it starts at 4 p.m. Pacific. It'll be on the Popbox Music Facebook. Will we share it in Mandarin Orange Sugar? Maybe. Maybe. If I remember, I, I will. But it's going to be up to you to remember to take care of this here if you want to win it. If you want to get the prize. All right. For free. Not for any money. Yeah. You don't even have to pay for shipping. We'll cover that. That's right. It's worth it for our wonderful listeners. We'll see. We'll see how many. Maybe we get some. Um, it does, does this apply to family? I guess so. Sure. Why not? Sure. Oh, and it's limit one CD per uh, household. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay. Other um, exciting stuff. So... We had the Upside Down Room TV Baby records come out. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. We have another uh, Popvox release that's actually just come out. And uh, we have a digital release of it available now. And it'll be, uh, we'll have some CDs later on. Yeah. Uh, this is from, uh, it's actually an old one that we finally got around to releasing. And it's the Brendo Man All Stars EP. It's on uh, all the digital platforms now. Although, I don't know if it's not up on Apple Music yet, although it might be by the time this goes. Yeah. It takes different times for it to propagate. It was on YouTube, like, three days ago. It's on Spotify. So, you know, anywhere you listen to digital stuff. I don't know. It might be on Amazon by this point. If you listen to it on a digital platform, it will be there within the next few days if yeah. it's not there already. And uh, we'll have some CDs available. They are going to go out to the Kickstarter backers first that backed it uh, low these many years. This is kind of the final straw, the last piece of the puzzle, rather, that we needed to complete so that uh, all that stuff is fulfilled. Because you follow through. That's right. So if there's anyone who was a listener, or rather a Kickstarter backer, that is listening to our show still, and you backed at the level where you get a CD, there's not very many people that backed at this high of a level. But those that did, if you uh, are hearing this, make sure that you... Update your email address, or your mailing address with me, rather. And if you want a copy of it, can they purchase it on your website? Well, eventually. It's not there yet. So you buy it digitally. You can buy it digitally or stream it digitally right now. Which is why how people do Most things. people do. But if you want a physical copy, they will probably not be available physically. I mean, they've already been ordered, but we probably won't be shipping them out until, like, July. Um, mid-July. We may have it up available for, like, a pre-order, but it won't ship until July. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the time... It depends on how quickly the manufacturing comes through. Um, if they get them to us with enough time before summer break, I may put them up there. And if not, it might not be till later on in the summer. So, that's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, another... One more announcement of that nature. Let's Make a Deal is June 2nd. I think we might have said the wrong date. Yeah. June 3rd, I think it's the date we said. That's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Let's it's, Make a Deal doesn't play. It doesn't play. It's a weekday show. It's June 2nd. Let's Make a Deal. It's the last episode of the season, and it's the Zonk, Zonk Redemption, Redemption episode. So keep an eye out for that, because I'm on it. Did Phil get redeemed? Did I get Zonk redeemed? You have to watch to find out. June 2nd. 
strike any additional information that we may have said incorrectly earlier. June 2nd, let's make a deal. Alright, that's all the like, announcement type of stuff. We had a lot of stuff go on the last little bit here. We actually kind of, because Mother's Day and some other stuff, we had like two weekends since we recorded last. Mm-hmm. So let's briefly give everyone the update. What happened two weekends ago? So two weekends ago, we cashed in one of our Christmas gifts with our kiddos. Yeah, this was super cool. So it was a B&B, a, wait. Just, yeah, B&B, like a bed and breakfast um, done by put our Put on by Luke and Audrey. Basically, we got to stay in bed all day. You, your chair, me yes. and my bed. We'll talk about the movie marathon that we participated in later. But the kids gave us breakfast in bed. And they did a magic show. Mm, which is super cute. For us. And they did spa treatments. And... They, uh, they set us up like, in the movies. They just waited great. on us. It was great. All day. And kind of their favorite thing, too, is when we go into hibernation in the back. So they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> They've always called it, like, when when Mommy and Daddy go take a nap or whatever, the they back room. pretend like they have a B&B business going. Yeah. So. so, like, what do you guys do while we're, you know, in the back room? <laughs> oh, we're running a bed and breakfast when you're not looking. Yeah. So, it was so cute. It was They're great. so creative. And they even, like, we bought a movie, and they even paid for it. Yeah. They're so, pretty great. They're like, yeah, you, like, it's a gift. We have to pay for it. So, so sweet. Now, the day before that, Luke had a king for a day, so we had a lot of, like, celebrating that weekend. Yes. And Luke... Bought it with his mommy daddy dollars. Yes, he it's saved that for it. Still a very popular prize on the mommy yes, daddy dollar list. Then this past weekend, it was Mother's Day, and so we had like a two day Mother's Day celebration. On Saturday, we got together with my mom, mm-hmm. and we all went and saw two movies in the theater. Yeah, which we'll talk about later on in movie time. And that was fun. We went out to eat at uh, Pickup Sticks. Pickup Sticks, and we all just kind of hung out, and it was really fun. And then on Sunday was Mother's Day, and we had a and that was my full day for you. What did you get to do? I woke up. I got to demand the food for the the day. I would say more like request. <laughs> I got presents throughout the day, which I'll talk about in a sec. I got to be queen for a partial day. I mean, it was most of the day, really. Yeah. Just can't stay up as late on a Sunday. What were some highlights of what your presents were? So, first of all, Audrey planted me a rose during her art class, or it was like art club or something. Yeah. And she named it Rosie 2 because... I killed the first Rosie when Phil went to camp. Yes, you had one job. <laughs> We've told this story before, but yes, you were supposed so to water she Rosie. Said you could keep Rosie too alive. You were supposed to water Rosie while I was gone, mm-hmm. and I came back, and you had discovered Animal Crossing while I was gone. Yeah, and you did nothing, and the the rose was dead. It was like. The lights were off. There were like pizza boxes on the table, you and I hissed think at I me hissed and scurried at you into the shadows. You, like let the light in. Yeah. And I was working like night shifts at Disneyland, so I basically didn't sleep. I just, you know, played Animal Crossing all day. Went to work, came back, didn't cook for myself. Everything was f- like frozen meals, fast food, and pizza. You were gone like a week. I was gone a week. And damn, it's a good thing I wasn't gone longer. <laughs> that was a great summer. So that was really sweet. And then Luke actually made me a bumper for my vacation pants. Like he designed this he graphic. He animated. He made an He animated this graphic. And he like put the audio to it. Audrey showed him how to do wee video. And it's like. So perfect and amazing, and I can't wait to edit a video for my YouTube channel with it. Yes, you'll see that featured, and you might recognize the tune, the theme yes, song. Yes, you might. So, that goes so with it. creative, so sweet. They made me, like, little cards, too, like, on my vacation pants. Like, it was cut into a pair of pants, Luke's <laughs> was. 
And Audrey just wrote me a sweet card with her beautiful writing. And then I got, like, those Lego postcards. You got me a complete collection. Yes. Travel theme. Yes. You also got me a show. We're going to go see... Tyson Motzenbacher. Yes, tickets to a live show. So. A concert, if you will. That's very exciting, because I love Tyson Motzenbacher. You spoiled me too much, but. So, Phil gave me Queen for a Day, like, achievements. This was Christmas 2021. It's been a year and a half. And so I have to do these, like, video game achievements to earn a queen for a day. You've done some already, like a 3,000-piece puzzle, right? Yeah, the 3,000-piece puzzle, that one's coming up, so I got to do that. So what was the new one now this year? So the new one's queen for a partial day. This is the DLC. Yes. The downloadable content. And there's some additional things I could do that aren't quite as, you know, won't quite as take as long. And I can get queen for a partial day because yes, that way we could do it on Sundays too. Right. Because usually a king or queen or emperor for a day goes until midnight. So I'm very excited. And you guys spoiled me. And that you didn't even say the most exciting thing I got you though. What? Oh, yes. This is probably the best part. So. I've talked about it a little on the show, but Phil's pajama pants, he wears them into the ground. Like, (laughs) they are so sad. Like, one of them is just an elastic band with a pocket, (laughs) and he said he's going to wear them until the pocket goes. So he'll wear his, like, underwear, but he's basically walking around with an elastic band. But he likes it because there's a pocket for his phone. That's um, what Jerry Seinfeld said. Like, the pants he wore yesterday just has, like, a big slit down the front. And he's just going to wear them. That's but what, what did I give do. you for Mother's Day? So for Mother's Day, he wrapped a pair of his uh, Wii U pajama pants. Just Wii they were from the Wii era. Oh, the Wii era. It's basically a skirt. Like, one side is a mini skirt. It's a the, little shredded. The pant leg fell off or ripped off, and the other side is a, a pant leg, but it's kind of, like, ripped. So it's, like, a long skirt on one side, <laughs> a mini skirt on the other, and he wears them around the house just to annoy me. And um, he let me throw them away. So I wrapped them up, and you opened it, and I yes. said you throw them away. And that was funny. But you got me real presents. I talked about the real presents. That is a real present. Okay. It was really hard to let go of. I'm sure it was. (laughs) What about the... You told me that um, I needed to make you a matching mask with the pant leg. Yeah, that that ship has sailed. (laughs) Are you going to toss that away? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) I've got to get your sewing machine out. Why? Because you said you were going to do it. My sewing machine needs to be serviced. It broke when I was sewing something for Audrey. Anybody know a sewing machine servicer? (laughs) All right. Well, that's exciting. We went to the uh, book sale at the library again, which is deadly. Oh, my gosh. I keep donating stuff, and then we get new ones. We should probably stop. What was the hubbub? What was the hubbub in the line? So here's the big thing. We got there. First of all, we got there half an hour, like 40 minutes early because not because we, we wanted to be there so early because we thought it opened a half an hour early. We made a huge mistake. So we had to sit around a long time. So while we're sitting around waiting for it, the news in line is that they're going to have to like put, a, put limit. a limit on how much people can buy at the, st- at the sale and possibly stop it all together if they don't get enough donations. Now, we've been donating a bag every month. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough. So, I don't know. This this is... Who knows what's going to happen. I'm going to put a box together. Yeah. I have a lot of books. We need to we need to keep them supplied. Yes, we do. Well, anyway, that's our... That type of updates. And we have some things we need to tell you guys about. First, I have a very quick listener mail update. You got mail...
Now, last time we talked about our how many national parks we've gone to. We read a letter from Ben, mm-hmm. who wrote to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And he sent a message on our Facebook page. And he had asked about how many national parks we went to. I gave him our count, which was the kids. We've been with the kids to 32. I've been to 34. And I think we figured you've been to 35. Yeah. And so then I, or we asked Ben on the show how many he's been to. What's his updated number? He's been to a lot. And so he sent me a follow-up message and just said that he has been to 42 national parks. Wow, we're not that far behind. So we're not. And by the end of the summer, we'll be up to 36, 38, and 39. That's great. So we'll be even more caught up. That's great. So thank you, Ben, for updating me on that. And don't forget, dear listeners, that you too can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at (laughs) gmail.com. Well, as we mentioned, we went and saw some movies. We had a movie marathon at home. It's movie time. Movie time. What a glorious time it is. It is. It's a good movie time. Well, so first of all, as we mentioned, we saw two movies in the theater mm-hmm. on the Saturday before Mother's Day. Tell us about the two movies that we saw. So the first movie was Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. The Judy Bloom movie. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was so good. It was really well done. We read the book. Audrey, Phil, and I Wait, read the book. We can't talk about that yet. That's in But this is pertinent books. to the story. Fiction books. We read it in the nick of time. I read it as a kid. Phil read it as a kid. Audrey had never read it. So we went. I actually had to search around a bit because it was all checked out at the library, but I found a copy. At the used bookstore. At the used store. bookstore. This should all be in fiction books. It's very traumatic that we're saying this. But now. we have to. We do don't. it in order. We could have just saved it for then, but it's too late now. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. But we did read it, and then we saw the movie. It was a really good adaptation. They it was. did a great job. Judy Bloom was involved. She even has a cameo. Yeah. And it's great. It's great. It's really, really fun. Kathy Bates, fantastic. Phenomenal. Stella. Just great. I really enjoyed it, and it was pretty special seeing it with my teenage daughter, because it's a coming-of-age movie, and... It's just so special because she's coming of age and she sat right by me and she really liked it. Now we gave the kids the option to see that or something else and Luke opted to go with Aunt Melissa to see the Super Mario Brothers movie again. This third time. First third time because he just wasn't as interested. That's fine. He didn't need to be. He wanted to see Nintendo movie and I understand. It was about... It was very teenager-y. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. And you know what happened tonight? This, I guess, should have been in news, but Luke lost his last baby tooth today. So at sad. At dinner. It's, it's traumatizing. It's very... Like, he told me yesterday his tooth was loose, and I, I almost started crying then. And then tonight, he's like, Daddy, I want you to be prepared. <laughs> when did it come out? What were we eating? We were eating soup. He's <laughs> like, man, it must have been really loose. <laughs> I mean, it was a broccoli soup, you know, but still. Yeah, soup. but that broccoli was nice and... It was good. Soft. Homemade cheese broccoli soup. Cheddar broccoli. Super good. So what was the other movie that we saw? So the other movie we saw was a movie called Roll With It. Roll With It. And it is a movie that's kind of, was like one of those fathom It was a fathom event. Event. Yeah. So it was only in the theaters for three days. Yeah. So we we had to go to another theater to see it. That's why we went on Saturday, by the way. We had my parents come down because it was the only day, weekend day that it was playing. It was yeah. played like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So we went and saw it. It was kind of cool because a friend that we went to Biola with, who actually was in many of the student films that we worked on, actually starred in it. Yes, our friend Jamie Alexander, listener to the show Ben and Aaron will definitely know who Jamie Alexander yeah. is, and he was like in a, this movie that um, we were able to go see, and so it was fun seeing him in it. He, he was like, uh, I mean, not like the main character, but he was a, the, he was like, say the antagonist. He but, was the antagonist, but you know. 
you comp- the main competitor. Yeah. How's that? Anyway, he had a, a significant role, and it was fun. It was so fun. And he was really funny, too. Yeah, and the theater that we were in, like, really liked the movie a lot, too. Yeah. My parents liked the movie, too. Yeah. It was a great Mother's Day movie. Highly recommend seeing it. Especially for our Biola friends who want to see someone they might recognize. Yeah. It also had one of the grossest gross-out scenes in a long time in movies. My mom, like, almost barfed in the I theater. couldn't even look. I couldn't Not, even like, look. violent, just like a food gross thing. Yeah, I couldn't even look. I would have thrown up my pretzel bites I had at the first movie. <laughs> Roll with it, though. That was fun. Yeah. All right, and then, like we said on... Mother's Day, you had, like, your queen for a day, and you watched a a movie on that day. What did you pick to watch? I picked Troop Beverly Hills. Classic with Shelley Long. Oh, my gosh. Such a classic. And for those who listen to my other show, Alex B. Heaton is my friend, Mm -hmm. Mary Gross is one of the main stars in it. She's the main star. She is the sister of Michael Gross, who plays uh, Stephen Keaton on Family Ties. Yes. So that was kind of fun. She's also Saturday Night Live. She was a cast member. Yeah. You know, she goes way back. But pretty cool. It was definitely 80s PG. Keep in mind. Don't yeah. think it's like modern day. There were bad words in it. And it probably would have gotten PG-13 now. You know, undertones. But, man, is it funny. It was a lot of fun. It, so. it's, it definitely, I would say, holds up. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. Yeah. Wilderness Girls instead of Girl Scouts. Troop leader says we're not meeting a quota. (laughs) What is that from? You don't know? Is it SNL? No, it's a movie. Oh, I know. What? It's from UHF. No. When does he do it? All right, we're doing an unofficial movie quote game right now, I guess. I don't know. I can, like, envision him. It tingles. That means it's working. It tingles? Um, Yahoo Serious? That's the name of an actor. <laughs> Not the name of a movie. Reckless Kelly? No. I don't know. I can't think of anything else that would, like... Just give it away. It's National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Oh, I've only Loaded seen Weapon that, like, one. a couple times. What? I know I've watched it with you, and I even showed you that quote that... The clip recently. So, was he spoofing Beverly Hills I don't know, because he was playing Wilderness Wilderness Girls. Girls. But it came out, like, right around the same time. I don't remember what year, but maybe, like, a little after. Maybe it was, like, 91 or something. So, it could have been. Could have been. And it's Tim Curry playing the Wilderness Girl. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I could envision him. To her house, yeah. Okay. Whoop leader says we're not meeting a quota. Anyway. Let's see. So, True Beverly Hills was fun. Now, back to our day where we had our our movie marathon, our bed and breakfast day. We picked a theme, and the theme was we wanted to do mystery movies, like, in the style of Agatha Christie. Yeah, like murder mystery. Murder mystery, Agatha Christie types. And whodunits, if you will. Mm -hmm. Because there had been some recent ones that came out, and I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. You know, we wanted a theme. So, we're, let's go in the order that we watch them. We watch four of them throughout the day in our big Ben Breakfast Marathon. First, we watch Glass Onion, which is the sequel to Knives Out. Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Spelt R-I-A-N. Yeah, Ryan Johnson, who directed it, did not want it to be called a Knives Out mystery because the whole idea is it's a second movie in the series. And he wanted it to just stand on its own, but I guess the studio, you know, in order to make sure audiences knew it was the sequel, you know, made him put it in there. So People can be not so smart. But I'm saying in honor of Ryan Johnson, we're just calling it the Glass Onion. What did you think of Glass Onion? I thought it was phenomenal. It, I think it was my favorite of the bunch. It was so good. This is the one, of course, with Daniel Craig as the detective, and it's a whole new cast of characters they're on an island. It's very, like, and then there were none kind of thing. You Can know. we say? I mean, let's say it right at the beginning. It's, like, takes place during the 
beginnings of the pandemic. Yes, which is great. So there's so, it actually acknowledges like some mask wearing things and stuff. Very, very and funny. people in your pod. <laughs> it was super hilarious, super well done. It's on Netflix. And so you should definitely check that out. Great. Very well done. Especially if you like knives out, like perfection. Next, we watch See How They Run. Yes, I just remembered it. This one with Sersha Ronan. Sersha was uh, a marvel. Yes, super, super good. Set at the same time as Agatha Christie was alive. Mm -hmm. And it actually revolves around the live stage play of Mousetrap, which was written by Agatha Christie in real life. Of course, it's a fictionalized version of it all, but there's a lot of meta references. A lot of layers. It was excellent. To me, this one easily tied... With glass, onion yeah, for and my this favorite. was my second favorite. So good, so funny, and like if you enjoy a meta narrative, it's un- it's <laughs> phenomenal. It really, really is. See how they run. I can't remember what that was on. It was on maybe Hulu, Hulu or Prime. It was on a free. Maybe it was HBO. It was. HBO. We didn't have to pay for it. It was definitely on one of our streaming services. I just can't remember which one. Yeah. Okay, then we watched Murder Mystery 2, which is uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston. It's yeah. the, obviously the sequel to Murder Mystery. And what did you think of that? I really enjoyed that one. That was third. Was that? Maybe we watched that last. I think we watched it last. I think I said them out of order, but still. But that was my third in liking it. It's funny. Like, I don't. I know we watched the first one, but it wasn't... I have no recollection. It wasn't that memorable, I guess, because I can't remember. And I mean, they kind of did a little previously on, so you'd kind of be caught up. But I honestly, I was like, I don't remember any of this happening. I recognize some of the characters, but... It was a great Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, it was fun. Like, I, it was definitely third for me as well, as far as ranking. It was nowhere near the caliber of the other two, but it was fun. It was mm-hmm. a fun romp. Mm-hmm. It was worth a watch, especially if you already have Netflix, because it's on Netflix as well. Yeah. Then, finally, we watched Invitation to a Murder. Now, this one is pretty new, and we did actually we buy this it. one. I'm sure it'll go on streaming at some point, but it was pretty new. And it's another... But the kids did give us money to buy a movie. Right, we had to, we had to buy one. And this one... Is also set during the time that Agatha Christie was alive, and in fact, the main character is show. She like goes to a bookstore and buys the new Agatha Christie when it comes out. Yeah, so, and they're in England as well. Speaking of which, who is the main character? Yeah, the main character is the girl from the OC, right? Misha Barton also was the girl in the Sixth Sense, the dead girl. Yeah, that's right. The so. girl in the tent. Yeah, I, I like didn't even recognize her. Yeah, she looks very. I mean, she's aged. Obviously, she's an adult now, but it, she's unrecognizable. In the yeah, show. And I would she have had a British accent, guessed. which was questionable. I think it was fine. So this one was definitely number four ranking for me. I think for you too. Yep. I, it had like a little, you know, a little bit of an independent feel. I think that they just needed it needed a little more, one more pass through editing. It had like. Some vibes of like the others, and like some some you know spookiness to it. But yeah, it didn't. It just didn't quite pull it off. There was there was a couple of actors, and I won't embarrassing one, but some that kind of pulled you out of the scene a little bit. Yeah, that I think weren't like in the, on the same page. But I think the biggest thing was just the the pacing of it was a little weird, like. It, I think it needed one more pass through mm-hmm. editing. So if you really like whodunits, you know, you won't be miserable, but you might yeah. want to wait till it goes on your favorite streaming service. It was fun to watch it, and it was fun, like, back the to back theme, with all the other four ones. Four movies in a day is no. But it's definitely small fourth feet. in that list. Glass yeah. Onion and See How They Run are must views. Yes. Fantastic. That's it for our movie time. It was a lot of movies. Okay, we have two more things that we need to talk about. Up next is video games. Video games! Now, we, of course, have played various games throughout the last week. You played Just Dance on your queen for a day, or your your mother's day. Don't forget Old Coin Pusher. And Old Coin Pusher, the family favorite. But the big news is, well, during the last week, I... 
finished, I finally finished Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yes! I thought it was so funny because the new Zelda came out and I went to go pick it up at the local Best Buy. You beat the game right as I pulled up. Like, not, I mean, not even that. I beat the game and the end credits said the end as you, like, called and said I'm here at the house. Yeah. So, I finished Breath of the Wild, and you brought in Tears of the Kingdom, the new Legend of Zelda game, and we popped it in and went straight from back to So great. Now, I've played Breath of the Wild since it came out, but it's such an open-ended thing that I, my style is to run around and explore a bunch, and I just, like, take my sweet time in it. You complete everything. But, in order to finish the story, so I was ready for the new one, I wanted to beat it. So, I went through focused on actually being, I haven't 100%ed it or anything, but... I actually focused on beating it so I get the whole story. So I did, and then Tears of the Kingdom has been what everyone's been playing ever since. Yeah. So, and all of our friends, too. You so go me. on and it, <laughs> you go on the thing and it shows, like, whatever all your friends are playing, you know, and it's all Tears of the Kingdom. Except everybody. me. Except you. You <laughs> played Old Coin Pusher and Just Dance on the weekend of The Legend of Zelda. Well, you know, I gotta be different. But it's pretty phenomenal. The kids have played more than we have, more than I have. You have not played any. I played it first, but then the kids have taken over. And it's fine. You know, it's good. They are the children. But I'm anxious to get my hands on it a little more. (laughs) Well, we'll have to bring it on our trip this summer. We sure will. So, if anyone else has been playing Legend of Zelda out there, let us know. I want to know what you've combined. Because you, like, can combine all the stuff. Some people have combined it to make inappropriate things, but we don't do that here. <laughs> but tell us what you guys have been working on out there. Send us a message at mandarinorgshow at gmail.com. Okay, one more thing that we're going to talk about today is fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. I read a fiction book this week. You sure did. Are you there, God? It's me, Janelle. I mean, Margaret. Now, like you said before, I had read it before as well, but, you know, in order to be refreshed, yeah, we both read it right beforehand, and Audrey read it, and it was, I mean, it's really good. It's a great book. If you ever want to, like, kind of picture what junior high Janelle did with her friends... Um, just read that book. I do feel like pretty much. It feels very much. We had a club in my friend Gwendy's camper. Gwendy with a G. You know, we had a couple other people come in and out, but the main club members were me and Gwendy. And I mean, she's the one who got her period first. She didn't want to tell her mom. She had to like buy her own sanitary napkins. I was like, why don't you just tell her? She'll buy him for you. And she's like, I don't want her to know my business. It's right out of the book. I'm telling you, when I read it, I'm like, this feels like I'm just... It's like an auto, a biography of Janelle. And I was age. like, Margaret, because I got my period after all my friends. You were the late bloomer. I mean, I wasn't like... The later bloomer. I was later. I was... Well, I guess I was the last one in my group of friends. So, but yeah, it's pretty much how it went. And they adapted it really well to the movie. Like, I mean, they fleshed out some characters, especially the adults, since it's all from the kids' perspective. Yeah. But I don't feel like there was anything that was out of character. And they very faithfully reproduced what is in the book. You know, because it's a short book. I mean, we both read it in the same day. Yeah, I was really hoping that they would go to the authentic... The 1970s stuff they had yeah, to do. Yeah, because in the 1970s, women had to wear a belt. Yeah. And attach their pad on each side. So it was like it width like from a, your waist back to your behind. Like a like a rock climbing saddle thing or a, yeah. a harness, right? Yeah, and they had to, like, and they talked about it in the old version of the book that I read but then the copy that I got was published sometime in like the late 90s or early 2000s, and it was updated. 
to like the more modern stuff. So, and, and that's what they used in the movie, which I guess probably helped more modern audiences to connect to it. But I just, I think it's valuable to know what people in the past had to go through, you know? Yeah. I do love that they still called them teenage softies. Yeah, that's right out of the book. Teenage softies. It's pretty funny. So. It's really good. So, then I also, I mean, I've been reading the Zucchini Warriors with the kids. Still reading Gordon Corman. But on my own, outside of that, I started reading this series that Audrey's been wanting me to read for a long time. It's called, well, the first one is called Tuesdays at the Castle. And then the second one is Wednesdays at the Tower, and it goes through the days of the week, except Mm -hmm. there's only five of them. Mm -hmm. So she's been wanting me to read it for quite some time, and I finished the first one this week after I was done with my other stuff, and in between reading Are You There, Guys, Be Margaret. And when I got near the end of the book, there was an Emperor for a Day coupon in there! It's been so long! So if you guys didn't know, same, similar for what I did, when was that? Was that my birthday... No, it was Father's Day. Father's Day, Day, but two years ago, right? Yeah, I think 2021. 2021, and I got 12 coupons that you Mm -hmm. hid throughout the house, but like deeply hid, and it was all places you said eventually I'd find them. You guys wrote down where they were. were, How many do I have left? I think I only have like three left now. You have three left, and here's a something. What? I saw one I forgot about recently. What do you mean you forgot about? I thought you wrote them down. I wrote them down, but I wasn't looking for it, and I came across it. Oh, interesting. Like, how recently? I'm not telling you that. Hmm. So, Well, it's taken me this long to find them. It's a good thing I read that book. We have a lot of books, but Audrey's been, like, really trying to get me to read the series, so... That's now you I know like why. Brought it with you on some of our trips. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna read that, and then I read all this other stuff, and I was like, you can read that book yet? So it's a really good book too. I've enjoyed it quite a bit, but it was fun to find the coupon in there. Well, that's it for fiction books. You know what though? We do have one more thing we're gonna talk about. I know I counted down and said how many, but we're gonna do one more because we also played a board game on your day, and I want to talk about that and some other board games we played recently. Yeah. It's, Let's do some game night. Yes. Yes. All right, so we've played a lot of games recently, and there's some that we haven't really talked about yet, because we haven't done game night in a while, even though we still play board games all the time. All the time. It's not like we don't play them when we don't talk about it, but, you know, we only get so much time to talk on the show. So a few that we've played recently that we are classics, we've played Rook and Racco quite a bit in recent times. But there's some others we've played recently as well. I think we've talked about Splendor. Have we talked about Splendor? Yeah, on the show? we have. Think we have? Yeah. Well, that's a very popular one around the house here. We also did we talk about the initiative, the like story one that we've done? Yeah. Okay, well, we've played those in recent times. But here's a couple I know we haven't mentioned yet. While we were in Hawaii, my parents brought a game and we played it there for the first time. It's called Dragonwood. And actually, my brother, David, introduced them to it, and then they introduced it to us. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's like a dice and cards game. I don't know how you would describe it. Like, Strategy game. Yeah, but there's a lot of luck involved, too, you know. But you, like, roll dice to see if you can, like, capture the different cards that pop up and the more points you get from gathering. It kind of has some similarities to Splendor, but really really fun so we got ourselves a copy of that too and we played a bunch of that and then what did we play on mother's day on mother's day we played a game that i got for christmas for the first time called settlers of america this is one that i had already got for you and then you told me i hope you know that that's the game i really want for christmas i'm like let me just buy you presents and surprise you. And I already Everybody got says I'm so hard to buy presents for. Yes, but that doesn't make it easy when you, like, tell the people what to... You just have to, like... It was on sale. I know. I know. I'd already bought it on sale. Not as good of a sale. Yes, huh? I bought it the same day. Oh. Well. And then you're like, oh, you're going to buy this for me? I just want to make sure you're buying it for me. I'm like... Whatever. You do the same exact thing. No, I don't. You do, too. No, I don't. You do, too. No. You go, did you see that on my wish list? It's the same thing. No, it's different. Because it's on my wish list. Oh, my 
gosh, that was on my wish list too. Well, then did you look to see if it was on there anymore? I you told me I'm not allowed to. Well, I don't know. You got to just figure out a way to like be cool about it. I'm not. Well, why do you think I'm not the only one that says you're hard to shop for? So because I don't like every so maybe little thing, every little thing that makes me chuckle. So take a hint. That's all I'm saying. You got to be easier to buy for. Anyways, talk about the game. You talk about the game as your present. So it was like a mixture between Settlers of Catan and Ticket to Ride. Now it was made by the Settlers Company. Yeah. So it was an official Settlers game. Um, the map is a map of the United States, which was really cool. The contiguous United States. Yeah. No Alaska, no Hawaii. Basically, you have to start on the eastern side and make your way out westward. And whoever builds the most goods... Well, you have to transport goods. And so instead whoever of points, transports ten goods first is the winner. Yeah. It's a lot more complicated... And it takes longer, but, like, once we got into it, it was really fun. Yeah. I would say this, though, like, I would start with regular Settlers, and then once you know how to play that... Because we still have Seafarers. I know, we haven't done that one either. But it's such a complicated game system that I think it would help to play a simpler one first. Yeah. Before you get to it. It's not something that, like, someone's like, oh, I want to get into board games. What should I try first? I I would not start with that one. And I really enjoy that Audrey loves a, like, a multi-pack direction. Like, the longer it is, the more excited she gets. I know, but then we're butting heads, because I'm the one that usually are used to read them, and now she won't even let me get my hands on it. She won't let you touch them. Ah, that girl. (laughs) She's wonderful. She's really good at it, though. I know. But I still want to look at it. I mean, I it. know you were good it's at it, I too. But it's like, we can get some video games in. We can read a book. All while she's learning it. Well, it's wonderful. But I'm just saying, sometimes we clash because she's in my image, you know. There's no way I could ever decipher a game booklet. You definitely could. You just have no, no desire way. to. You could. No way. I would not you understand could. it. I would not comprehend. That's not true. You know how to play the games. You just don't want to try to figure it out. You want someone to tell you how to do it. Because to you, the fun part is playing the game, not learning how to do it. It, it is like watching paint dry. There's nothing like when Audrey's explaining it out loud, watching Janelle's eyes glaze over. <laughs> I learn from experience just like I teach. Like, <laughs> we need to do hands-on learning. So, get to the point. Let's play the game. <laughs> and I always do really well. No, you do. You're great. Like I said, you could definitely do it if you had the motivation, <laughs> but I know you don't, and you don't want to, so... But it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it was uh, the new stuff was really fun, and I was surprised. I kind of thought it was just going to be like a different map to play Settlers on, mm-hmm. but it was actually a lot of new stuff. So it was good, very fun, it's great. Well, and it was also very fun recording this episode in the bed room, the bedcast, bedcast twenty twenty three. Live from the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, Bedcast 2023 in the hizzy. Ugh, we're going to shut this down before <laughs> this gets any worse here. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for joining us. Please write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com and let us know how you're doing. Don't forget to watch Potvox Presents live this Saturday at 4 p.m., and comment. Pacific time comment that you saw, you heard about it on Mandarin Orange Show, and you can get a free CD. And that's shipped anywhere in the United States. United States. I mean, I suppose if there's an international one, we could work something out. <laughs> if you really want a pop box CD and you're willing to comment on there, I will say this: if you want that, if you have international shipping, so it's going to cost us a lot more. You also have to write in an email for us to write on, read on the show. Yeah, you're, in addition to commenting for the, live for the additional cost. It's not probably. a it's not a punishment. It's just to help cover the cost. Then mm-hmm. I'll feel like, well, they wrote to us, right? That's but that's good. like a lot of steps there. So that's good. I love it. All right, we'll see how many people throng to it to uh, 
Only first ten, guys. Only the first ten. That's right. We gotta cut it off somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Janelle, for joining me for BedCast. Thank you. I'm excited because basically I can just roll over and go to sleep now. That's great. Well, <laughs> we may return to this at some point, but it's a lot easier to keep you, like, engaged when you can, like, not just roll over and it's go back to sleep. very uncomfortable. I'm sorry. What is? Like, BedCast. Oh, you like it on the couch better? Much. Yeah. Because Phil said I couldn't lay down. No, if you, you lay down, you're going to fall asleep. It's hard enough keeping you conscious <laughs> while you're sitting look up. Look at how I look now. I know. She keeps like... It's like Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy dizzy. 3. Dizzy. Yeah. You're not getting dizzy. I was. Lazy, more like. Maybe. All right. Well, thank you for joining me and staying awake as long as you did. You're yes. amazing. Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us as well. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to. Mandorian, not just Mandarian.com. All right. Again, and we'll be at bat. And we'll see you. That's true.